Welcome to the Vegology Podcast with your host, Jenny. And Matt Morris. In this episode, we're giving you some jolly holiday spirits. In more ways than one with a holiday cookie and cocktail pairing. Yay! All right, but before we dive into all of that holiday goodness, we're going to talk about the happy happenings. The happy haps. Yes. So, first off, we want to apologize for skipping our Thanksgiving episode. A severe sore throat and yet another COVID scare prevented us from recording that week. Yeah, Jenny had a really bad sore throat. That Very bad. Prevented her from speaking and just caused an overall disruption in our lives. It did. These are the days, people. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of crazy. So you just got to go with the flow. But thankfully, everything ended up being okay. It wasn't COVID. I just had a really bad sore throat. Um, so we're healthy and moving right along. Yeah, it's good to hear your voice again. And I'm <laughs> glad you're okay. Thank you, babe. Well, you're very welcome. (laughs) All right. So we do have a product highlight for you. We do. We tried puffed tofu. Puffed tofu. So this is common. You see it in most um, Asian food. Like if you go to a Chinese restaurant or, you know, you just see this in a lot of Asian dishes. But puffed tofu is something that's sort of new for us. We've never actually bought it. We've never used it in our own cooking, but we decided to give it a go. And we just got it at our local Asian market uh, in the refrigerated section. And what they are, these puff tofus, are (laughs) like little puffs of cloud. (laughs) They're like little clouds, and they're they're actually deep-fried cubed tofu. And pillowy, airy, soft, they're just so good. Yeah, I really liked them. It was hard to explain how it felt in my mouth, but I liked it. I just think they were very, like, pillowy, very airy, just like they soaked up the flavor um, if you had it in a marinade. We actually made a a red curry with lots of veggies, and then we threw the puffed tofu in, and it was just so good. Yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah, we definitely, definitely get it again. So I haven't seen it in any mainstream grocery stores, but definitely check your local Asian market. They should have it there. Give it a try. Yeah. So good. Highly recommend. All right. The next happy hat that we have is we want to tell you about the future of the podcast. Don't worry. We're not going away. (laughs) In the new year, we will be going back to one episode a week. So this year was kind of nuts in more ways than one uh, from the very start, not just because of COVID, but we were unable to continue with the one episode a week. So we did it every other week. And, you know, sometimes we even skipped every other week just because, you know, we were trying to get by like everyone else and things were just, again, a little crazy. But we are going back to one episode a week starting in January. And not only that, we're going to be expanding the content and introducing some new segments that we're super excited about. So we're going to reveal more about this in our next episode, uh, which will be released on December 29th. So be sure to listen to that one because we're going to be outlining everything and including one of the new segments is every month we're going to have like kind of a new theme to focus on and we'll be announcing January's theme on the 29th. So you definitely don't want to miss that. Stay tuned. Yes. All right, Maddie Mo. 
cookies and cocktail. <laughs> yep, cookies and cocktail. Everyone likes their Christmas cookies, so yes. we're going to tell you what cocktails do complement those cookies. Absolutely. So it's finally time to celebrate the holidays. Again, super excited about it. The Christmas tree's up, our stockings are hung, and we've been binging all of our favorite holiday movies. So the logical next step is to start indulging in these Christmas cookies. And we love themed uh, holiday cocktails. So we always do that during the holidays. And we thought that it would be fun to kind of pair them a little bit, right? Absolutely. Let's see what we got. All right, first up are snowball cookies, which we did talk about on a previous episode. Correct. We really yes. enjoy these. So if you didn't grab that recipe, we'll have it available for you again uh, that you can get. There'll be a link in the show notes for you. So the snowball cookies, again, one of our favorites. We paired that with a candy cane cocktail. It just seemed to make sense. Yes. So the cocktail would be... Two ounces of vanilla vodka, one ounce of peppermint schnapps, one ounce of creme de cacao, and of course ice. So you just want to shake that up, pour it into a cocktail glass. Yeah. And there you go. And it's very festive, very it's, it candy goes great with It goes great with the powdery cookie. It goes good. It, it just makes sense. That whole thing makes sense. It does. And the cookie... You can follow the basic recipe, any recipe you you find out there for snowball cookies. But if it's not a vegan recipe, all you need to do in that recipe is to substitute the vegan butter and then make sure you're using uh, pure cane sugar because not all sugar is uh, vegan friendly. So definitely want to keep that in mind. But yeah, as far as the cookie goes, those are the only two things you need to concern yourself with. And moving on to the next cookie... Number two, we have gingerbread cookies with a vanilla martini. Vanilla martini sounds delightful. I know. I know I could do that right now. All right. So the cookie, the only thing that you need to substitute, you can look up any gingerbread cookie recipe. Okay. You're not limited. So just look any other recipe. And the only thing that you're going to need to focus on as far as um, switching that up to be vegan or plant-based friendly is the vegan butter, vegan sugar, of course. Vegan egg. So what we recommend for the gingerbread cookies, again, there's a lot of different substitutes that you can do for vegan eggs. And we go into major detail on this in the egg swaps workshop that we have. Um, It's part of the vegan swaps workshop that we offer. So definitely check that out if you're interested. But we recommend the flax egg for the gingerbread cookies. So to make a flax egg, it's just one tablespoon of ground flaxseed and three tablespoons of water. You just mix it together, let it sit. It's going to gel up. There's your egg. Or you could also use like one fourth cup of silken tofu. That will always work too. But whenever we make gingerbread cookies, I use the flax egg. So let's talk about the cocktail. Yes. (laughs) The vanilla martini. Yay. Sounds so good. It is good. <laughs> so you want to start with the Bailey's Amande, three ounces of it, mm-hmm. and then some vanilla vodka, just about an ounce, and then sprinkle some ground cinnamon and ginger on it and add some ice. Yep. Shake it up, pour it into your martini glass, and there you go. I find it to be aesthetically pleasing, too. It is. Yeah, and if you haven't checked out the Bailey's Almonde yet, you definitely should because it is so good 
And you'll notice like the rest, the cocktail recipes that we have that we're mentioning are really, we're trying to use the same alcohol. Some of them use the same alcohol. So you'll see vanilla vodka in a few of the cocktails that we're talking about. So that way you can kind of stretch the ingredients you already have. It just works. And you don't have to break your bank at the liquor store. So. Exactly. So we just, we are always money conscious <laughs> with everything that we do. So we've got your back on that one. But yeah, so the vanilla martini is amazing. Everyone knows gingerbread cookies are amazing. I don't think we need to talk them up too much. We don't. This episode is more about the cocktails. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So next up, we have thumbprint cookies. And we paired that with cranberry peppermint martini. Yeah. And I didn't realize that these were considered thumbprint cookies i didn't know what that really meant that's what they're called you just never yeah, know you just I, i've had them, them in but your I mouth and yeah them. i didn't realize someone put their thumbprint in them yeah so if you're not familiar <laughs> thumbprint cookies are basically like you know they're like thumbprint cookies and then you they have a little they're like shortbread cookies and then you have like a little jam in them um you put that in the thumbprint and usually it's most of the time you'll see it with raspberry jam but we like to experiment a little um whenever we make thumbprint cookies around the holidays we like to uh switch it up and do cramp we put cranberry sauce because it's super simple so we just get some cranberry sauce and i'll mix some cinnamon in there and then i'll put that in the thumbprint cookie so that's what we use and recommend and with this cookie you only need to worry about substituting the butter for vegan butter and then of course making sure you're using pure cane sugar so let's get to this cocktail the cranberry peppermint martini cocktail Mm. so it starts so good yeah it starts with about three ounces of vanilla vodka and mix it with about two ounces of cranberry juice and an ounce of vermouth. And then you want to crush up a candy cane and add it to the rim. Yeah, candy cane and one tablespoon of sugar. Just kind of crush up the candy cane, add the sugar, mix it together. And then that's what you're going to put on the rim of the martini glass. And it is so amazing. It is so good. And it's a wonderful complement to the thumbprint cookie. Absolutely. Yay! <laughs> that one's a really good one. I really like that. Uh, next up, another holiday favorite cookie, Snickerdoodles. Who doesn't love a good Snickerdoodle? Everybody loves a Snickerdoodle. If you don't, you're a Crayball. So we have paired Snickerdoodles with Irish coffee, which is one of my favorite things in the world. So the cookie, the only thing you need to worry about substituting is the vegan butter. Normally Snickerdoodles, Snickerdoodles, mm-hmm. it's hard to say, <laughs> um, is made with butter. So vegan butter, again, make sure the sugar is vegan friendly. And then you need a vegan egg substitute. So for this, we usually use two tablespoons of aquafaba. We'll aquafaba. One, one egg. A great 80s group. Okay. We, again, we can't say that anymore, Maddie. Aquafaba. We can't reference it again until we have a song. We can't. We need to. We need to an Aquafaba song. I mean, we're not making it. They're already going, going established. Going back to everyone's childhood, growing up with Aquafaba. All right, that's enough. All right, so two tablespoons of Aquafaba, which. Just a reminder is the liquid from a can of beans, especially chickpeas. So that's the best. It's it's a neutral flavor, and that goes really good in the snickerdoodle. So we recommend that. You can also use the flax egg and, you know, all the other substitutes. Again, we go through so many different ones. Um, If you... In previous episodes, but we really go into detail on the egg swaps uh, workshop that we have. 
So as far as the cocktail, Maddie Mo, Irish coffee, you know this one. <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to let you kind of handle this one because I don't like coffee. Okay, because you don't like coffee, yeah, you can't talk but, about it. Yeah, what sense true. does that make? That's true. I don't like to um, <laughs> acknowledge He doesn't like coffee. promoting things yeah, he doesn't like. I don't like all right. coffee. All right, just, all right, that's enough. I like Jameson whiskey, but not the coffee. All right, just sit back. So you describe this one. Sit back. All right, so the Irish coffee, which I absolutely love, includes coffee, a dark roast, preferably, Irish whiskey like Jameson, two ounces of it. You want one teaspoon of brown sugar. You're going to mix that in. You want vegan whipped cream, which you can get at most grocery stores nowadays. But if you DIY it, super easy. You just use aquafaba again. again. (laughs) Aquafaba, like half a cup or one can of the chickpea liquid. And you're going to put powdered sugar, about half a cup. Vanilla extract, about one teaspoon. And then if you want to, you can add cream of tartar. And if you do add it, it's one eighth teaspoon. The cream of tartar is optional. You don't need it. The only time you'd really want to use that with like an aquafaba whip, if you're doing like a meringue or something, because the cream of tartar actually makes those like, um, like those stiff peaks uh, that you see like in a meringue and stuff. That's what the cream of tartar does. But if you're using it just as a whip topping on Irish coffee, you don't really need that. So I'm, I'm mentioning it, but again, it's optional. So really what you need is the aquafaba, powdered sugar, vanilla extract. Whip it up with a hand mixer or a stand mixer. I have a KitchenAid stand mixer. That's what I usually do. And then you just put a dollop on top of the coffee. But and, it is so good. And who for, can forget aquafaba's hit from the 80s, Cream of Tartar, the Stiff Peak Remix. <laughs> <laughs> you are such yeah, a dork. I remember that. <laughs> like it was yesterday. Do you? Okay, so I think that you owe us all a um, a listen to that. Well, I'd love to. I can't do it justice. So oh, really? I will spare our listeners my you can't rendition. Find, you no. can't find the song anywhere. Well, I can find I thought you wanted me to sing it. I'm not going to try to sing it. All right. Well, you yeah. got to well, promise. Everyone, everyone remembers You have it. to promise our audience, like, at least give them something. No, they all remember it. Maybe not today, but you have to promise okay. that they're going to hear this song. I'm sure song. it takes everyone back to a certain point in time when they hear Cream of Tartar. <laughs> you can't even remember the name. What's the name? Stiff Peak. Remix. Remix. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Everyone, do not hold your breath. Okay? But we will try to get this song to you. You you, You're going to find that song. Okay. Miraculously. (laughs) And and give it to us. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next up, and lastly, our last cookie is sugar cookies. They're, they're, they're a, a staple. staple. Yep. Yeah. And we've paired sugar cookies with mulled wine. Who doesn't like mulled wine? I guess people that don't like wine. But it's really good. If you don't like wine, still try it. But anyway, the cookie, the only thing you need to worry about is substituting with sugar cookies is, the again, the vegan butter, vegan sugar, and then also you're going to use plant-based milk instead of 
dairy milk in the recipes that you see. And as far as the cocktail goes, you're going to use, of course, red wine, and you're going to use two bottles of it. Now, not all wine is vegan-friendly, so if that's something that you're concerned with, check Barnivore. It's a website, www.barnivore, and that will, you can look up different wines to see if they're vegan-friendly or not, and we use that quite frequently, but a lot of red wine... Um, a lot of it is vegan friendly. Some of it's not, but definitely go on Barnivore and check it out uh, if you're looking. But you need two bottles and then half a cup of brandy, four cups of apple cider, four cinnamon sticks, two sliced oranges, one fourth cup of agave syrup, four whole cloves, four star anise, one teaspoon of ground nutmeg. And what you're gonna do is you're gonna put all of these ingredients in a large pot and simmer for 15 minutes, or you can put it in a crock pot on low for about one hour. Just remember before you serve it to remove the cloves and the star anise before serving it. And then you're just gonna garnish with extra cinnamon sticks and the orange slices. Yeah, there's quite, to make it look pretty. There's quite a bunch of steps to this drink, but it is quite delightful. Yeah, not a whole lot of steps. Just like, you know, there's a list of ingredients like I just went over, but it's really just throwing it in a pot and letting it go for like a certain amount of time. And then it's just going to be, oh, it's going to be so good. It's going to warm your belly and it's going to warm your heart and, and you're going to love it. it's going to complement your sugar cookies. It's going gonna, it's gonna to complement the sugar cookies and make you feel a little fuzzy. Yeah. Warm and fuzzy. Feeling fuzzy. <laughs> and we all know that holiday gatherings are going to be slightly different this year due to the pandemic, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy these treats yourself. So make a bunch of cocktails, have a Zoom party with friends or family, um, have a date night or a family night. And if you don't drink, make mocktails. You can certainly make most of this, except for the mulled wine. Well, you can use cranberry juice instead of the wine, but you can make mocktails. Yeah, you can make a version of all these without alcohol. Absolutely. So have fun with it. But definitely, these are some cocktails that we think go great with your traditional Christmas cookies. And yeah, pretty cool. No doubt. So have fun with it. And we hope you truly enjoy the holidays. So we hope you try some of these recipes and try to pair some of these with your favorite cookies. And it makes your Christmas a little warmer. Absolutely. Okay, that is our episode this week. If you like this episode, please share it. If you haven't already, give us a good review. We would greatly appreciate it. Again, it helps us reach more people when you do that. Please and thank you. Please and thank you. All right, we'll have a wonderful holiday, and we will see you right after. Peace Peace and love. love.